Don't check your dial, folks. You didn't tune into Transylvania's public access station. No, sir. Tonight is Halloween. KTBR Break Room. Let's move on, because it's time to move on. Here the drama get wicked. You have no idea how many children will be hurt tonight. Yes, and forever changed. Right. Killed because right. they're out there trying to get a bag of candy, mm -hmm. and they don't realize that there's pedophiles, there's satanists, there's just some real mean, nasty people out there who are putting razor blades and apples and poisons in candy bars. Okay, is it worth a candy bar? The life of your child. Castle. Break room. Home for many centuries to a dreadful dynasty of vicious vampire ducks. The Counts of... The Break Room. Legend has it that these foul beings can be destroyed by a stake through the heart or exposure to sunlight. This does not suffice, however, for they may be brought back to life by means of a secret rite that can be performed once a century when the moon is in the eighth house blood. I'll get it! latest reincarnation did not run according to plan. The break room. He won't bite beast the man. Cause he's a vegetarian. And things never but plan for. The break room. If you're looking for some fun, you can now be kind of fun. The one and one they call. The break room. Hey, count. Break room. Podcasting live from the break room towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. <laughs> Episode 188, the Halloween special for 2013. Yay. Sounds like a pretty scary episode. I'm frightened. I've already peed my pants <laughs> twice. The intro did. That was more than just because I'm cold. I didn't know you got uh, Felipe from Hell to do the intro for this I week. did. I sent him down there uh, on a first-class flight. Bought him a ticket. They now they actually now connect down in hell somewhere? They do. We have a direct line to hell. Excellent. Now, I'm I knew DFW was a huge airport, but... Yeah, yeah. They go uh, trans-dimensional now. Perfect. In Terminal X. Can you go to heaven as well? Yeah, of course. That's where they meet. Oh, so. okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm hoping that maybe uh, at some I thought, point... I thought they, they collided here. They where on this plane? I, I thought this plane is where everything. Well, yeah, but they together. arrive in Terminal X. Ah, okay. And then they duke it out. They they didn't leave the terminal. Grab a taxi, an okay. Uber. They might take they Uber. Uber out of there. They Uber out of there. Yeah. Gotcha. They go to uptown, terrorize some kids. The more Hellions or Heavenins go out of uh, with Uber. Do you know? I think they both. It's really it's, it's equal. It's everyone service. everyone prefers They're it. Taking their fares, however they can get it. Hell or heaven, you go Uber. <laughs> exactly. Heavenins. Yeah. <laughs> Heavenins. Yeah. So true. I wonder if Dave and uh, Flupy are meeting up down down in Hell. Probably so. Well, they would probably meet up in Terminal X. Why would they do that? They're both in hell right now. No, Dave's not in hell. We've been over this before. <laughs> True. They do have to meet in Terminal X. All right. Well, we'll get Dave a ticket down from hell heaven, and okay. uh, they can meet up in Terminal X. Come down as his heaven and self. Perhaps yeah. they can carpool together in, uh, in an Uber car. That would make sense. Yeah. Hell probably doesn't care as much about the environment. Do you think heaveners probably care more about it? <laughs> Nah, they don't give a shit either. Like if they're green or... I guess they don't care. Neither one of them live on this plane. Exactly. They don't give a shit. So, whatever. Exactly. They both have no penises, so... That's a good point. They pretty much just exist to terrorize. Whether you're a heavenin or a hellin. A hellion. <laughs> or a hellin. A hellin hunt. Yeah, either way. So, uh... Is this a comment? We didn't have a uh, listener question of the week, so... It's unfortunate. I came up... It is unfortunate. Um, but I came right up there? with one. <clears throat> Voice sounds like it's fading. <clears throat> I think I'm being dragged down to hell. I was, I was going to say an alien put a curse on Are we on in you. Terminal X? No, they're just He's pulling just me towards. X. They ordered an Uber car okay. for me to go, and I have to go when Uber calls. They have a curse that pulls me towards the car. So Uber is the 
bring everyone together right vehicle service that you just have to go with pretty soon i'm gonna fly through that wall without you know any kind of control i'm gonna fly through the wall and into the uber car it's gonna take me to terminal x that makes complete sense right with anyway. my suitcase made of skin foreskin of course what uh, kind of skin could it be so we didn't foreskin of babies uh so we didn't have uh a listener contributed question so i have one question and that was Growing up, what was your favorite Halloween costume that you ever had? That you remember, at least, I guess. So, for me, I, I usually would dress up as, like, an army dude. Or, you know, Charlie Brown ghost. Or, not intentional. Just, you know, completely <laughs> you just, failed. You accidentally created yeah. that? Yeah. Had a lot of trouble with scissors. Do you, do you remember gummy bears at all? Did you dress up as a gummy bear? I was never a gummy bear. But I was, usually, I was more often than not, probably an army guy. I think I was a cowboy once. You were a Ninja Turtle. I wasn't. That was when I was older, though. Paul Newman. Yeah. But you still were one. I think I was a Ninja Turtle back before Paul Newman the Ninja Turtle at one point. Really? Yeah, it was a cheap-ass costume. You know those old smocks that you used to wear? <laughs> Just the, the plastic The plastic mask. Yeah. Plastic face. Yeah. I was uh, sweats-wearing Batman for several years in a row. That's true. You are sweats-wearing <laughs> so Batman. That. That's got to be the favorite, then. No, definitely. Was it he wearing jet was. sweats? Uh, no, they had to be black. They couldn't be green. And no the one jet gets that sweats reference. apply to only you. <laughs> right, exactly. And I gotta, no one has any idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I know. Thomas, what, were, what was I yours? I don't even know. I don't even remember having a costume. I mean, I know I did every year, but I don't remember. None were, none were really that no noteworthy. costume memories. Mm. What? I said you have no costume memories. What was the first part? I said hetero Thomas with no costume memories. What does that have memories. to do with anything? I don't know. Just another nickname. Just <laughs> delineating you from yeah. homosexual Thomas. God. Our friend, right? Our other friend, our other Thomas. I really don't remember a single costume. Separate you guys. I don't remember one costume. That's crazy. I remember wearing Zorro one year in high school. Oh, yeah, that's to true. like a masquerade ball, but I don't remember anything from being a kid. You were Slave Leia that one time too. No, I wasn't. Who were you? You were uh, Tiny Tim or <laughs> Little John? Right, Little John, not Tiny, tiny Tim. Tim. <laughs> it was Little or Tiny somebody. Quite a bit different. <laughs> when were you, Little John? Uh. Sophomore year, maybe? It was mm. something in a uh, band-related scenario, because I recall a, him... It was the band Halloween party. Scream year. singing Somebody to Love. I believe yeah. we called it Masquerade Ball, sir. Whatever. Whatever, Jesus. <laughs> what? Fall what? Festival. Hedro Thomas and Fall Festival? Yeah. Hedro <laughs> Thomas and his Zorro costume. I'm pretty sure I never heard of Fall Festival until I came to Dallas. Hmm. Uh, my favorite costume, I think, was probably... When, it was probably 92 or 93, so I was probably 12 or 13. Right at the edge of, I'm too cool for costumes until I later return to that. Yeah. To not too cool for costumes. Now you're awesome. Now the costumes are awesome again. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a last thing I really remember, and that was my Terminator 2 costume. So I remember at Spencer's, I think, Spencer's Gifts, they had a Terminator 2 like half face mask. You were wow. Linda Hamilton? I was, yes. <laughs> no, I was the T2, and it had like a, gl- a glowing eye, and like it would cover like about a quarter to almost half your the face. The T what? The T from T2. T2. The, t- the T-1000. Gotcha. Shut up. Were you the T-2 or were you the T-1000? the T-1000. Two. So, I think. Whatever Arnold was. Arnold was not T-1000. What was he? T-800? The T-1000 was the new guy, the All liquefied right. dude. Whatever whatever Arnold was. Wasn't T-2 just the nickname of Terminator 2? Yes. Yes, it was. I, I think it was, was the 800. 800. Call that. I was just going to see how long he'd go yeah. with it. <laughs> you didn't know either. Shut up. T-100, I think, is what Arnold's first I think you're wrong. was. Um, but anyways, it had like fake flesh that would blend... Was supposed to blend with your mask, yeah, but was really a poor representation. Of, it was more like uh, silly putty or something. It was supposed it to keep the mask. Like on. it really blends really well. Yeah, and you're supposed to cover it with cheap makeup, you know, to make it blend in with your skin. Right. It was a complete failure. I'm sure you know with this giant mask on half my head, I looked pretty ridiculous. But <laughs> I remember. Do I we st- have any photo evidence of that? Or no, I, you know, my mom was not a big photo taker, so yeah, that's unfortunate. I do you remember do your selfies back then, since we didn't have cell phones. True. Uh, Excuse me, Arnold was the series eight hundred. That's what I said, T eight hundred. Did you? Actually, I did. After one thousand, I said he was a T eight hundred. I think he did. So yeah. I'm not paying for the uh, air conditioning bill. I am the night automated roving robot. No car, if you prefer. Uh, had nothing to do with super that. Super relevant. I just remember it was so hot. Like it's robotic. I quickly sweated off the mask too. Of course, all the all the fake putty was yeah, just all running the fake down putty your just ran down my face. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was pretty failed. A little kid fail smile. Yeah. So, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Uh, hmm. I know I can tell you I hate candy, candy corn. corn. Yeah, candy corn it's gets the worst. I can ever. have a few pieces, 
but that's pretty terrible. It gets so old so fast. Really, really fast. I can't eat more than. I don't really have a favorite. Food. I hate that. I hate peeps all the time. Peeps are pretty. The yeah, peeps are pretty worst awful. thing ever. I don't I'm understand not a big fan the of tootsie rolls either. Oh, uh, tootsie, tootsie rolls are tootsie spare. Rolls. Those are spare. Yeah, Those are all right. They might be the most spare candy. <laughs> They're right up there with candy corn. It's better than candy That's corn true. or peeps. But they can't be the chocolate Probably tootsie rolls. Probably out of those two, yeah. It's got to be like the vanilla tootsie roll. The, the chocolate tootsie roll is pretty spare. I don't remember how. I'll take any of them. Any of them with you know just under the allowed amount of rat piss in them. Sounds great. Is that is that a uh, per, a feature on the troll? Is that's a feature in candy now like, with more rat there, piss? If there is an acceptable amount of rat piss in them. Yeah. Like it's like can't be over nacho cheese certain percentage store. Nothing to do with nacho cheese. So <laughs> tootsie rolls taste like, right? It's still it's like I, made with the nacho cheese from a convenience store. I still think I prefer the Reese's cup. What a or Snickers stupid drop. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, say, I think I still think I prefer the Reese's cup. Or the uh, Snickers. You don't know, like chocolate and peanut butter. You know what sucks is the the giant Reese's. I'm not really a big fan of that. I like the good proportion amount of. What's regular, a giant Reese's? What do you yeah. mean? They have like the giant one cup that has oh. like twice the amount of everything. Okay, but the chocolate all pretty much just falls off the outside, so you're basically oh. just eating. Oh, it I never tried butter. that one. It's too much peanut butter. Yeah, it's too heavy. The ratio's the, not right yeah. there. You mm-hmm. gotta have you gotta have an equal amount. Yeah, the chocolate's too heavy for the peanut butter. It is. Yeah, give me pleasure. We know uh, Einstein was the one that actually. You know, came up with the dimensions for the original peanut butter cup. He's the one that figured out the original size, yeah, and it works yeah. if you shrink it. But then when they work, you know, get the shrink ray. But when you yeah. use your when enlargement you ray, it just doesn't. All right, when they use the enlargement ray, it doesn't work. Sounds like uh, you need to take his research further into time. So I'm probably you can actually will. Make the large ones I'm probably work. will. Yeah. That'll be what you're known for. I did create large Reese's cups <laughs> work in proportion. I did create the double stuffed Oreo. That was my you know splinter legged research. So yeah, I'm a nerd. Which I was a not a fan old. of the double stuffed Oreo. Yeah. No, this was last year. Okay, well, you also they've create... existed since for a long time. Well, then someone stole my recipe and went back in time. <laughs> How did they do that? They have a way back. They took. My, they stole my way an back. An actual machine. way back. What do you mean an actual? We have an actual way okay. back machine. Did you also right. invent the whatchamacallit? I did. Judy, Judy, and came up with the theme song. <laughs> That was the original test for this theme song. <laughs> you were like, I've got a tune, guys. Check this out. Let me whistle it for you. That's, that's, when, really, I, that's really, when I was a madman. <laughs> that was when I was a madman. Let me whistle it for you. <laughs> I haven't had one of, the, of those in over a decade. Do those even exist anymore? I don't even, I don't I don't even remember if, what those were or if they were any good. So we might have to hop on the way back and go grab Try a whatchamacallit. Yeah. <laughs> Nerds were always a good Halloween candy. Those are always good. Yeah, I'm a nerd. I guess. Yeah. They're no, okay. muffly me. They're I don't spare. like shit that's just like pure sugar yeah. incarnate. That was pure that sugar. Was terrible. When you're a kid, though, it's like I didn't. It's I don't even think I liked them as a kid, dude. I've never liked icing because it's just like pure sugar. You're a Nazi. Okay. It's weird. That is really weird. But anyway, I'm a Nazi. So we need. I don't ne- think I had a favorite. I just didn't like a bunch of them. So next year we probably need to rank the sparest Halloween. candies. We should candies. have Halloween candies on Halloween. We should. I didn't. Should be a list didn't think of that. Like, You're the worst. You're spare. Hey, at least I You're remember we were doing guy. a show tonight. True. Yeah. Good point. In fairness, no one reminded me this week. So actually, we talked about it the last two days. We talked about well, it on email today. Yeah, we talked about it on email today. Oh uh, well, what time did you do that? Uh, like eleven or something. Yeah. I didn't get that email when I said we should. Do a certain shout out today when we do the show, and you said sure. I didn't see it today. Oh, I okay. didn't register anyway. Yeah. Anyway, and speaking of shout outs, unfortunately, we should uh, give a shout out to our friend Giddy Horse, whose grandfather died today. Right? Was uh, it today? Yeah, it was today. Yeah. So some of these go out to him. Yeah, and appreciate we, you always calling into the show and providing uh, content. True. Absolutely, dude. Thank so, you. Very sorry and that's happening. Really sad for you. And we actually never mentioned that uh, we should also give congratulations to Nate. Uh, a week after his co-host passed, he actually had a baby, baby girl. So congratulations to him. That's crazy. Congrats. Her name is Marquina Dirty Thomas, the tank. That makes sense. Hobo, the last name. Good guy. Hetero Thomas. <laughs> no, just hobo. Oh, gotcha. Guess we don't know that yet. Yeah. We'll wait. Yeah. She probably won't be able to express that until she's, you know, two or three at least. At least. But either way, she'll be a hetero or a homo Thomas. Get Can it. we get to the topic? It's crazy when you have stuff happen. You know, negative and positive <laughs> that close to each other. Yeah, true. I when I was in eighth grade, I had that happen. My, uh, my uncle got married one weekend, and then we came home to my grandmother had died. So we saw, like, both halves of the Tank family in, like, less than a week. It was crazy. Yeah. It sucks. But yeah, shit like that happens. It, it does sucks. indeed. 
Anyway. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get happy again. Let's, yeah, let's do that. Speaking of, we, we're just speaking of Wayback Machines. Let's take out the Wayback Machine for the second week in a row. You're listening to The Break Room. Fat kids are stupid. Shack is the greatest podcast the internet has ever seen. If you haven't checked it out yet, here's what you've been missing. I hear your heart beat till the beat of the drums. It's so adorable how old people are so racist. Paraguay was nearly decimated as a country. Homophobes are secretly gay, right? Yes. By that logic, is my sister secretly an orphan? Well, I mean, we all need a good beating every now and then. I've actually been developing a world conquest plan for at least the last 15 years. You yep. can use Vaseline for other things. Yeah, <laughs> like butthole stuff. <laughs> I had a prosthetic leg. I'd use it like my wallet anyway. Thank you so much. And I winked, and on my way out, I turned back and I said, it's for the baby. That was your birthday present. I did not. You take it back. I've never had a connection with God. You raping babies or whatever the case may be. A man either needs to beat you or rape you because you're too mouthy for me. Your new dope could be poo and it's free. Yeah. You make your own. I don't even understand what the fuck that was supposed to be. I, I assume it's supposed to be a child, but that thing is awful. My 83-year-old grandmother once told me that gays are worse than rotten meat. An orc from the Lord of the Rings. But there's a certain uh, sexual quality to it. A system of disciplinary haircuts. Where did you hear that language from, young man? We're bringing back the swastika. The kids don't even know what it is anymore. They'll be like, oh, what's this crazy spider-looking thing? Fuck it, I love it. It's crazy. All right, great. I worked on a farm doing tobacco. And you guys had just jack each other off? (laughs) We we jack each other off. I haven't laughed so hard in so fucking long. Go to thehoboshack.com or popsyndicate.net for more information. Download the Hobo Shack app for both iPhone and Android phones and subscribe now on iTunes. I just love Halloween. Mono, what's my costume? Oh, we already have a daddy. So, how about a mummy? Where's your costume, Ronald? What am I going to be for Halloween? Yo, Ronnie, how about a clown? What's frightfully fun at McDonald's? Four McDonaldland friends with clip-on costumes and four McDonaldland tapes. I like to scare myself. Eight to collect. One with each happy meal you buy. Happy Halloween. Things are afoot at the Circle K. Start your computations for time warp. All right, time circuits on. What do you mean, time circuits on? Doc, we're not going back now. Yep. From the future. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Excellent. Once again, 
Once again, we are nestled deep in the colon of the Wayback Machine. Nice rack and pinion steering. Sport tune suspension. Corinthian leather seats. Which is all needed when you're actually floating above in a time stream. Right, you've got to be comfortable. You have to have perfect suspension. Right. We have a nice Probably vanity mirror for the hit. ladies. All so the ladies that have always been on here? Yeah. Yeah. The break room. You need to put your makeup on, ladies? Hello? We have a convertible hatch installed now. Convertible That's roof. Not a hatch, also, but a roof. I was going to say a convertible hatch. There's a lot. But. <laughs> Just a hatch. <laughs> really weird. Uh, also seems odd to open up the convertible top in the middle of a time stream. Huh. You probably don't want to be stuck out there and... You know, nowhere. Well, have There's we not no arrived back in the previous time at this point? We're still in the time stream right now. Oh, we're okay. getting there. Until we start talking about it, we're not there yet. Yeah, exactly. You know how this goes. Right. Exactly. I've added a, a, uh, some truck nuts to it this time as well. <laughs> Perfect. I have to, uh, you know, proclaim our virility as uh, masters of time. We have a Calvin ping on Hobbs as well. Of course. Calvin ping kind of on, a, on a non-wayback machine. Right. Symbol. <laughs> Where does this wayback take us to? Uh, we are going back all the way to 1986. What are we doing in this story back as well? I, think I don't think that was ever explained. I think they'll know what truck nuts are in 1986. No, they're going to be astounded and we can make millions. <laughs> I'm not even sure they know what testicles are in the 80s. I doubt it. They might not. They're pretty well hidden from yeah, public All the view. shrubbery. Right. There was a lot of shrubbery back then. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of hedge clothing then <laughs> did, did, did not take place back then. Yeah. On the men as well as the women. Yeah. Uh, everybody is what I meant. It's like the weirdest feature ever. The fact that we can grow pubes. The fact that they had huge, yeah. The fact they had huge bushes back then, and they have neon pube hairs on the truck nuts. So, they do. just to accommodate the '80s, of course. So uh, this time we're going to be examining the best supernatural monster esque uh, cartoon theme songs of the '80s. Kind of like the intro. Kind of like the intro, yes. Okay. Much like Count Duckula. Count Duckula was actually number six on this list. So oh, was it? Oh, I'm only okay. doing top five. Ah, okay. Just to keep things. I thought it was the top ten. So Look, we're we're running out of fuel. We don't have a lot of time. What is it again now? Uh, huh? The top <laughs> Halloween. The top supernatural or monster esque cartoon theme songs oh, from okay. the eighties. So this may not be the greatest. So it may not be eighty five exactly for all of them. No, the earliest one on this list was actually eighty six. There's two from eighty six, but the first one took place in nineteen eighty seven. Okay. And the show actually only ran for thirteen episodes, but sixteen. It actually had a very popular stuffed animal. And the theme song that really stuck in your head. Excellent. You don't remember My Pet Monster? Nope. Do you remember My Pet Monster? Oh, yeah. I remember the actual... With the handcuffs and yeah, the big I blue have. monster? I have one of those. Nope. He's always playing All scary right. tricks. But I know that's okay. I don't remember it being a TV show, but it makes sense. It only lasted 13 episodes. Sounds like it missed out. And there was a horrible movie as well. A live action movie. I love Toad the My Pet Monster. I did too. It was awesome. It was my best stuff friend. Much better than the, uh... The kid sister and... Oh, my buddy? My buddy. My buddy was lame. Yeah. Any hot opinions? Tom's signature. Very catchy theme song, though. It seems like kids in the 80s, more so than me in general, needed a best friend stuffed animal. What kind of damn I didn't kids really need that. You well, kids at? were lonely. I mean, there's a lot of latchkey kids like myself, Tom, yeah, exactly. that didn't enjoy the comfort of two parents. So we needed buddies. I was an only child. I didn't have the comfort of brothers. So, yeah, we needed friends. <laughs> exactly. power for only children? Yeah, only latchkey power children. Power for you not needing power any, for you not needing any them, extra yeah. friends. Okay. Like the rest of us did. Right. Some of us, you know, needed companionship. Right. So we couldn't get it in real life. We, okay. we didn't get uh, friends given by nature, right. which are brothers and sisters. We didn't have anybody. We had to have a stuffed friend. Yeah. We didn't have anybody to set fires with in real location. life. So we had to get our mom to buy someone to set fires with. Right. So, you know, it's just the way but it is. we still blame it on them. You know, you blame it on well, the stuffed animals. I mean, they're, they were made to take the, to take the proverbial yeah. scapegoat, as it were. Then you may, to you be know, the scapegoat. You may be grilled on To take the scapegoat. Where do you take it to? From behind. Well, not how did you take it. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I really, I loved Don't my pet monster. I, I actually never had the full size because, again, I was a Lashka kid and only child and extremely poor. So I only had the benefit of having the uh, small like monster, uh, my pet monster cousin, which was like rainbow colored and came with its own little handcuffs. Awesome. It was about half the size. Of <laughs> also known as Rainbow Bright in some circles. Yes. Yes. It exactly. Might have been. 
Could you write it? Could you uh, put it on a rainbow bright and it actually would have ridden I'm sure around? Sure you could. Yeah, I'm sure okay. you could. I don't know then. But it was like it looked like a trouble kind of from Star Trek, except it had big teeth and stuff. So, anyways, <laughs> it sounds really beaten. <laughs> yeah. God. Well, I could enjoy the. Uh, can't even get a full friend. I can enjoy my friend. monsters. I thought this so. was a positive segment. Not anymore since you uh, de- decided to declare your uh, pal-ness over us with your brothers and family, whole family. Pal-ness over you. Yes, it is kind of a pal. It is kind of a pal. So let's talk about Ghostbusters. This is number four. Now, this His parents a- procreated more than ours. <laughs> <laughs> His dad ejaculated a lot. <laughs> pal. That seems unnecessary. Pal? <laughs> His semen went into an egg of his mother. His mom had ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk oh about Ghostbusters. God. And his mom had fewer monthlies and just <laughs> went away into oblivion and extra created people. POW. <laughs> Alright, this isn't the Ghostbusters that you're thinking of. This is God. the uh this is Filmation's Ghostbusters. Now pow, pow. this actually came out after the Ghostbusters movie from eighty four. It came out in nineteen eighty six. But Filmation actually owned the name of Ghostbusters and Columbia Pictures purchased the rights to the name. And then they came, Filmation then decided to come out with a cartoon to capitalize on the movie Ghostbusters. That's right. And then the cartoon series, the real Ghostbusters, then they were then sued Filmation over the name Ghostbusters, hence the name the real Ghostbusters, to differentiate them. God. But they were so, the real Ghostbusters. They were. If they but really Filmation owned the, owned the name Ghostbusters, so they were just <clears throat> Ghostbusters. They were trying to create, you know, confusion. You're so talking about like the Dan Aykroyd, uh, yeah, yeah. Bill Murray one was the real Ghostbusters. Well, no, the cartoon series was the real Ghostbusters. Why couldn't they be the Ghostbusters if they own that name? Because no, they didn't. Filmation owned the name to the Ghostbusters. Okay, but and Filmation's the, the animated show, right? Yes, there's two Ghostbusters shows. So, uh, okay, okay. So the movie I'm very Go- confused. There, Columbia Pictures wanted to come out with a movie called Ghostbusters, right? Right. But there was a show in 1975 that was already called Ghostbusters, owned by Filmation. Right. So they had to license the name from Filmation. Okay. The movie was a success. Then Filmation decided to make a Ghostbusters cartoon okay. based on the original 1975 series, hoping to capitalize on the name Ghostbusters. Sure. So then, also Paramount in ni- sued them when Columbia whoever, came out with the cartoon version. 1986. Or they then okay. sued Filmation over the name Ghostbusters. Oh my god! I think they might have ended up losing that suit, and then they named themselves the Real Ghostbusters. Okay, the so cartoon their cartoon was, was the, the Real, Real Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yes, the one with Egon and okay. Peter, and et cetera. It was the Real Ghostbusters. I'll, gotcha. I'll say that, man. I loved this growing up. I loved this one a lot, and this is obviously the first you Ghostbusters I ever saw. Filmation's I Ghostbusters. I never could see whichever one came out in the eighties. They both came out in the eighties. They both came out in 1986. The one with Egon. Okay, and... that's that's not this one. Yeah. This is well, the this, l- this sucks, is the then. lesser known Ghostbusters. It is, but the th- I really like the theme song. And uh, he's got that big flaming vagina. This one didn't have for Ghostbusters. It was for Supernatural Detectives. Egon does, which were sons of the original Ghostbusters and a gorilla. And of anarchy. Let's go, Ghostbusters! And they had a ghost car, I think. <laughs> I don't remember. My, I don't remember any episodes, but I like the theme song. It's a good theme song. It's not anywhere near as good as the other one. I didn't say it was. Maybe that other one appears on my list. Okay, you got a top five with two Ghostbusters songs. Maybe that seems illegitimate. No, of course not. They can still have, they have separate theme songs. They can both be in top five. There's the monkey. Sorry, gorilla. Yeah. Be correct. Yeah. Well, two different species. Yeah. True. I don't want the gorilla to get offended and he is. Sorry, offended. A ghost busting gorilla. But like I said, I don't remember any episodes. I just remember the intro and I like the theme song a lot. So, the let's go, Ghostbusters. Thomas, I'm guessing you don't remember the show either. Nope. I have no recollection of this at all. I don't. I didn't remember there was a, another Ghostbusters. Sh- yeah, it's t- definitely lesser known. But they in, they investigated, you know, ghosts. They were kind of like Scooby Doo in a way, in that same way. Yeah. So that came. <laughs> was there a dog? No, there was a gorilla. Did he get all shaky and speak Probably. funny? Yeah, got okay. gorilla treats. That guy. So the next one. Came out and started in 1989 after uh, a successful movie from one Tim Burton. And that would be Beetlejuice the Cartoon. Ran from 1988 to 1991. I do remember this one Great. quite Na- well. I love that show because it was so creative visually. And actually, the guys, the voices of My Pet Monster really was. actually went in and do Beetlejuice. We sat so. around and talked about that with our black turtlenecks and our horn glasses. We did. About we did. How our MacBooks. It was visually. Yeah. 
Our Apple IIEs. God. <laughs> the sip lattes and talk about it. And Danny Elfman actually did this arrangement, too. This a lot in Batman Returns as well. Yeah, he does. Edward Scissorhands as well. Yeah. I'm not saying he might be, might not be kind of a hack, <laughs> but it's a catchy, <laughs> it's a catchy hack. So. Not a hack, but I mean, you can't be accused of, of being a hack as if you hack yourself, though. <laughs> no. I mean, there's lots of people that do that. Sure. Hans Zimmer, he does that shit all the time. I love him. Don't get me wrong. He does that shit all the time. So does James Horner and James Horner. Any of the popular ones, really? They all Timber uh, Tim Burton. Uh, what's John Williams? No, what's Tim Burton's guy's name? Who did that? Danny, Danny Elfman. Elfman. Danny Elfman. Yeah, they all Mark do. Fett. Like, do you, do you remember? You remember when we went and fought, saw the first Spider-Man that came out? And we were sitting there, and both of us were like, "You don't remember that?" Uh-uh. And both of us were like, "This sounds like Danny Elfman." And then it flashed on there; it was Danny Elfman. Uh-oh. Like, they're, they're oh yeah, just, I do kind of remember. They do that. have can, their signature. You can kind of tell yeah. sometimes when you, you're really do you remember into gummy bears at all. We know that they actually don't always write the complete score. They have like, oh, they have a music factory. Bears. They hire oh, yeah, graduate sure, students sure. to come write their sure. scores for them, and then they sign off on them. Yeah, they and have like probably, a general theme. They might they come probably up probably change things here and there. Oh sure, but they don't write. They don't do like everybody think. A lot of people think and just write them sitting in a basement and then do the whole score now yeah yeah i wouldn't think so yeah they all they have a whole factory of graduate music students so they do that for them they cut them out like cookie cutter and bring them alive exactly they have a factory of them factory so i never watched the movie until i was much older because of course i couldn't watch anything like that in the 80s so so the cartoon didn't interest me one bit at all so very creative. Uh, Man, that was a great creatively cartoon. visual cartoon. I, think I watched of, it every morning before school. Actually, yeah, Probably especially enough. when I was on Fox, like right yeah. after uh, Bobby's World. I think it was something. Early. It was like seven, yeah. seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, it was a great. Uh, it was a great show. It was, uh, and it was about Lydia and from the movie. Except she always wore like a cartoon, like a spider cape or something. I don't know, something <laughs> Very like that. Yeah, but yeah, Weird. they're like buddies in that. Though, yeah, pretty much. Which not... It really has nothing to do with the movie, but yeah, it it worked really well as that. Yeah, there was a Teen Wolf cartoon also that. Uh, was farther down this list but that one actually kind of his whole family was werewolves and that and that and then nobody knew that he was a a werewolf and he had to keep it secret and he's going to the high school which was going completely in contrast to the movie where right everybody knew that he was a werewolf yeah and, he was playing for the basketball team as yeah. a werewolf uh, exactly exactly <laughs> so number two is actually a spinoff of an original 1960s cartoon i don't know <laughs> did you say at the beginning are these ranked in two. any order according to anything yes five to one uh, according to anything, or is this according just your? To me. Okay, according to the expert body. That's pretty of me. interesting. Okay, the brain trust that is me. This list okay. is bullshit. The federated list of listiness. Well, let's get through it before we start calling it bullshit. <laughs> so number two uh, comes from 1988. It was a spinoff of a 1960s cartoon, and 16. it was the first of many spinoffs. Not the first, but it was a latter day spinoff of many of which they've had that reintroduced two key characters. That would be there, Fred and Velma. And this is a pup named Scooby Doo. So this was uh, along with the Flintstone Kids. It was taking two popular shows and turning them into kids. Yeah, I, th- I want to say there was one more show Muppet like Babies. that. Muppet Babies. Yes, that's the other one. Yeah, which was probably Muppet the best Babies. one of all. Muppet Babies is awesome. God, I loved Muppet Babies. Yeah, I did too. 
That was seems there. weird to say as an adult, but whatever. Well, babies were awesome. They were. I mean, they really tapped into just that imagination. The, thing, you know. Yeah, just turning your mind into your playground. Yeah. It was amazing. It was great. Uh, anyway. So that was Pup Name Scooby-Doo, and it was one of the spinoffs of, obviously, uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Obviously. And, uh, obviously. And Fred and Velma had not p- appeared in a Scooby-Doo series since the original series. Any of the spinoffs. Really? Yeah. So the others had, like, just Shaggy and Scooby and Scooby-Dum and Scrappy-Doo. Um, Is Velma the one with the glasses? Yeah. She wasn't in the Halloween thing we saw the other day. Yeah, she was. Was she? Yeah. Uh, that was the original Vonder, series. I remember. Uh, she wasn't there. Yeah. Daphne had appeared in other series, like the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. But, um, so this was the first one to reintroduce Fred and Velma. So. Thanks. Anyways, later. catchy theme song. Uh, Flintstone Kids had a really catchy theme song, too. So The Million Strong and Growing? I don't know that yes. one. Yes. <laughs> I'll <laughs> play it later. I don't think I have it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> okay. So, the last one. So, number one yeah. ran from 1986 to 1981 and starred Arsenio Hall and Dave Coulier. This list is bullshit. Coming to America? Yes, coming to America. <laughs> Dave Coulier was in that. I wonder what it could be. I don't know. Oh, of course. Thomas ruined the list. The Banks and Nissan theme? <laughs> I agree with this being top billing. One of the best theme songs of all time. I don't agree with another Ghostbusters theme song on this list. Well, you're wrong. It doesn't matter. The title doesn't matter. It would still be a good theme song. Yes, I love this cartoon as a kid. What was Hammer Time on this? Saturday. Hammer Man? Yeah. It wasn't a Halloween series. Yeah. Or Supernatural series. Saturday morning, man. This and... She's giving superpowers. God, wow. Choose gave him superpowers. Yeah, but it wasn't like monster and ghost based. That's, yeah. that's just kind of the basis of this. Not shoes based. How about mutant turtles? Not really. That was science based. Eh, kind of. But they didn't. They didn't really deal with ghosts and goblins and such. I guess not. You know what should have been taking the place of the first Ghostbusters you played? What's up, Captain N and the N Team? They didn't deal with ghosts and goblins. That was not. That was video game based, not a supernatural monster based show. There were supernatural monsters in that. Very rarely. Mother Brain. That was an alien, uh, not a monster. Not a. Like, she was a monster. She was an alien. Typical. I'm, t- I'm speaking of something that's Halloween themed. No Halloween. One, when somebody Cal- thinks of Halloween, they don't think of Captain Fucking In. <laughs> Nobody thinks of that. I don't remember you saying that it was a Halloween list. That's you exactly what I said at the beginning. And, monster, supernatural, Halloween. That's Count the whole Dracula theme. should have been on there. This over, is our second Ghostbusters. This is our Halloween oh, themed show. Yeah, that is so, Halloween themed. I agree. One. It was number six. It should have been over that Ghostbusters. Well, I don't care what you think. Well, this why is my you list. Why rank is more than five if you were only going to bring five to the table? Because I came up with a, a list of a bunch, and I had to rank them down, and I came up with 101. Five. Do you have let's any other see. ones that were on the list that didn't, uh, didn't make see. the top five? There was Teen Wolf. Uh, let me see if I have my list from earlier. Uh, the Groovy Ghoulies. Uh, I don't, I don't even know what I remember. that is. That was a, a series from the 60s. Um, Frankenstein Jr., I think, was on there, maybe. Maybe. Uh, There was Gravedale High with Rick Moranis. I don't remember that at all. Very little-known series, but a catchy theme song. Mm. So, anyways. There you go. The best list we've ever done on the show. The the top five Halloween-esque series cartoon (laughs) theme songs from the 80s. Condocula should have been on there. It's a really long list name. It really is. All right. Well... To wrap up our Halloween special, we are going to cover zombies in the next segment. All right. With The Walking Dead. All right. All right. The Break Room on the Breakout Media Network. Are you serious? I may be stranded, but at least I got my fruity pebbles. A ghost! Only a fruity pebbles can set my spirit free. My fruity pebbles? Okay. Okay. Mmm, frighteningly fruity flavors. Thanks, Fred. Barney. Boo. Bon appetit. (laughs) Post fruity pebbles cereal, part of this complete breakfast. Cinema's been around for over 100 years. 
Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-Minute Movie Podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. If you haven't been listening to The Drunk Movie Show, this is the kind of gold you're missing out on. God bless that guy. He slept in people's houses on crack and cocaine. Oh, stop it. Eric Bana is a shithead in everything he Eric does. Eric Bana was in Chopper, and that's a good movie. It's the dad from Modern Family, like, banging chicks and, uh, like, killing babies. We'll clone uh, Steve McQueen from A Filthy Nut Rag and then uh, zombify him and set him right, loose right. with... Check it all out at DrunkMovieShow.com. Count Chocula presents Mickey. Something happens to Mickey at daylight. Chocolate. The chocolate monster in him comes out for a bite. Chocolate. Of that double chocolatey delight. Count Chocula. All right. Chocolatey cereal with chocolatey marshmallow bats. Satisfies a chocolate monster in no time flat. The monstrously good part of a complete breakfast. If you crave chocolate too, Count Chocula can satisfy the chocolate monster in you. So who's up for a little trick-or-treating? It's gonna be fun, fun, fun. Let the spirits move you with Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters Halloween Special next. cover episode three season four of <clears throat> the walking dead it looks like a pink cock was swirled this is the episode isolation i actually did watch this episode it's weird that tom should not like watch it. this episode i read through it so, so we'll be watching well we have a little damn radio here yeah okay i'm still here so dustin let's talk about <laughs> asshole <laughs> no let's not talk about that let's not talk about asshole nah. Uh, Unless it's you don't want to talk about it, you just want to send us pictures of it, right? Or or we talk about yours. We don't talk about other ones, right? Perfect. So we're coming off the end of the last episode. Fucker. Not surprisingly, uh, where amazingly enough, we went to the following episode, but but almost right after is what I was trying to say. Uh, Almost right after where it's the very uh, next episode. Yeah. Well, I'm saying minutes in the event, the uh, time stream, minutes after. Uh, Cuddy has discovered the burned bodies. His girlfriend and uh, Pat. His name's oh. not Cuddy. No, it's his not. name's Cuddy. It's Cuddy from the Wire. <laughs> okay, his <laughs> name's Tyrese. His name's Cuddy from the Wire. Okay, so Cuddy finds two burned bodies. One of which is his, name, his, his full name is Cuddy from the Wire. Yeah, from the. God. He finds his little lady burned up along with uh, another dude who's some in. other guy that we really didn't see much of. Uh, Patrick David David Yeah David David They were sick. They were sick. They had the, the uh, zombie flu, and uh, someone took them out and uh, burned them alive. And uh, we do find out at the end of the episode who that is. But uh, anyways. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. I know. Spoiler alert. We haven't even gotten degrees. there yet. Um, Burn that son of a bitch. So Ty, uh, Tyrese Cuddy is very, very angry. <laughs> and uh, Rick tries to calm down. He's very Hulk-esque. Uh, Cuddy Tyrese turns and attacks uh, Rick. And uh, punches him a couple times, and then uh, Rick just unleashes the uh, Hulk Rick, he does. and just beats the ever living shit out of Cuddy Tyrese. He really does. That fits in character, though. Like he reaches a point of just yeah. being so pissed off that he just starts beating everything around yeah. him. And uh, Daryl has to pull Rick off, and uh, I hate Al. <laughs> not jerk him off, pull him off, <laughs> pull him off, Cuddy. And then That's he so seems weird. to be kind of uh, shocked at what he does. But obviously, everything's been building up in Rick, and uh, yeah. He just took it out all on Cuddy. Dude's a bit of a disaster. Rick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no he's doubt. a disaster, but he's also awesome. So I mean, yes. But I'm really kind of ready for him to... I feel like... I'm ready for him to get it back together. Yeah, I feel like yeah. ever since they were in the prison, there's just always this, what am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? Need to thing? get it back together. Like, 
It's I'm ready for him to be old. the Rick of like season one again. Me like, too. I'm ready for him to be like Me rage, too. rage in charge Rick, like he was in season two, near the end when he got everybody uh, in line and was going towards the prison and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I just want like to be. I want well. to be a leader again. I'm. T- yeah. I'm sick of him. Ever since the death of uh, Wifey, just kind of like I understand it would affect. I mean, you it is understandable but. in a real life sense, but yes, but I do I'm want for him to get back and pull out of dive. Things. Yes, like. Uh, Grandpa Vetmarian uh, said something to him, you know, last episode, like, You need to get it together. Yeah, something to that effect. And Daryl made a comment to him while they were digging the grave at one point. Just like, give us the comment. Just get it together, dude. Yeah. Like, you've got it in you. It's just, it's kind of getting old. Emo Daryl really wanted him to get it together. Yeah. Looks a little emo this I mean... Season. It makes sense. He doesn't have probably the most best access to a, you know, a good hair cutter. True. Probably Why? not. But still, there's not a sports cuts open somewhere <laughs> somewhere near. I don't know. They might actually make it through an apocalypse. I mean, Maybe. people are stupid. There's not a uh, sport club around? I don't think so. Maybe a pro cuts. But uh, thanks for repeating what I just said. <laughs> Poor people are stupid. That doesn't do anything. Anyway. There's he just not, likes to play really it as much as possible. Yeah. Is this a comment? Uh, no. Keep reading the synopsis, for the love of God. Please. So then uh, Dr. S, uh, the doctor that came out of nowhere, uh, after they killed <laughs> the last doctor at the end of the last so, season, uh, this new doctor, Dr. S, and uh, vet, vet guy, S. <laughs> old vet guy, uh, Herschel, um, are basically looking over some bite victim, and they're <clears throat> amputating his arm. Uh, the guy dies, and then uh, basically the Dr. S is going to Put him down. Dr. S. Good God, shut up. So he doesn't even need a drop board. That was kind of like, a, I don't know, kind of a waste of screen time. Felt like it really didn't need to be there. Because uh, then they immediately go to... So he's like the Dr. Phil of uh, Herschel is bandaging Rick's hand after he beats yeah. the shit out of Cuddy. And uh, he kind of tries to give him a pep talk, like you prop him up. need to get it together, Rick. You need to get it together. Get your stuff together, Rick. Dr. S. <laughs> And uh, he says they're having a council meeting to decide so the next like day the what doctor. they're going to do. Uh, yeah, meanwhile, uh, Tyrese and Bob, also from The Wire, whatever his name was in The Wire, uh, uh, he was the... He was crap. The cor- he was the courtyard dealer. The dude's dealer. cousin. Yeah. Barksdale. Uh, Barksdale's cousin. Yeah, Young Barksdale. Avon Barksdale Jr. Nah, he wasn't uh, that. He wasn't his kid. <laughs> whatever his name was. We'll call him Strangled Barksdale. We'll call him Barksdale. Uh, so he was. he helped uh, Tyrese Cuddy... Bury the bodies. They were out there burying the bodies. So then talking, Glenn, about, talking about how things used to be on the wire. Exactly. Yeah. When they were both not on it was at the, the same from time. Season one. <laughs> yeah, from later seasons. <laughs> hey guy. <laughs> so then it's Glenn wire, uh, huh? suggests uh, that he, even though he's coffee cofferson, he's trying to say that uh, the eviction may have been curbed, even though that's obviously not the case. Uh, because he's a coffee cofferson, and so is Sasha. <laughs> I didn't even understand her name Glenn until this episode. Glenn is coughing? Yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. I didn't get to that part. Yeah, Glenn is coughing. He's caught the flu. And uh, so is Sasha, who he is caught, uh, yeah. ty- Cuddy's BFF. Yeah. yeah. So they both have the zombie aid. And they decide then they're going to quarantine everybody, so they're moving all the uh, zombie AIDS people to A block. And then they're moving to all the... block. To a, right, to zombie AIDS block. Zombie isn't, AIDS. isn't A block death row, too? Yes, it's also death row. make a yeah. mention of that in the last episode. And then they're also moving all of the uh, bibbies and the olds to the uh, to another building, uh, and then they're leaving everybody else to just kind of fend for themselves. Sweet, pretty much. So, but uh, I mean, you know, it's better than having to be in a block. True. Uh, and then Herschel mentions that uh, they really need antibiotics, and that there is a really pet hospital fifty miles fifty miles away. So Daryl volunteers to go and, along with Danai Gurita. I like how this and, is listed as an animal hospital facility nearby. Yeah, which in is 50 this miles world, miles. fifty miles is forever away. Yeah, exactly. I like how gas never seems to be a fucking problem too. That is that's true. true. It's, an it's a little point. weird, but anyway. Um. So then, uh, basically, everybody I can't get to and from work on uh, three times with one tank of gas, and yet they can drive all over creation. Yeah, yeah, but you work three hundred miles away. Is there sure. is there a time that they have been filling up at all? They've never or shown it. Gone for, gone for a gas run or no, anything? They, they don't, probably do it when they're getting supplies. Yeah, it's funny. They don't have to worry about gas, but they do have to worry about water because Carol is uh, starting to point out they're running out of water. Yes. And the uh, little makeshift well or pump that they have is need gas for life. But well, I'm saying, you know what I mean. 
So yes. they're they're pumped. They're makeshift well. Uh, Hello, is Carol. Getting clogged with mud. It's clogged up. Yeah. It's clogged up. It's so, clogged up. but they they say that they'll do it the next day because they got other shit to worry about. Oh, Carol. <laughs> Uh, and then every time I see her, that's what I think now. <laughs> yeah, hello, Carol. Yeah, <laughs> they need to have a sitcom. Just hello, Carol. <laughs> just like of all sorts of ridiculous drops from just from breaking shows. Just yeah. The sitcom, and in some in one part of, the, of every episode, Brian Cranston just shows uh, up and says hello, Carol, hey, and yeah, then yeah, just yeah. exits stage left. <laughs> just very awesome. old school, where he's like kicks the arm, yeah. runs out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, or one of those giant, <laughs> those giant shepherd's crooks comes out and just jerks them off screen. Hey, now, <laughs> good for uh, him. Yeah, so horse bait. Uh, Daryl decides to enlist the the help of Cuddy and uh, Bob Bob Barksdale. Yeah, and uh, deny Gurita. <laughs> and I like how she uses her real name. Yeah, uh, Cuddy at first says he's not going to go. He's trying to deny. He's trying to keep work, watch over the. Uh, Current flu survivors, sick people. And he's people. just sitting there like Hulk looking over there, like breathing yeah. really heavy and really right. upset with his exactly. blood eye. And He's very Hulk-esque. Yeah. yeah. He's a he built really dude. Uh, but he he refuses at first and later decides he'll go uh, when Daryl convinces him because he thinks that he'll be able to help more. Blah. So then he leaves Sasha there for herself and tells Baron Hello Cohen. Carol to uh, yeah. go watch over <laughs> if, he, if she would. Right. He kind of creepily sneaks up on her, too, while she's trying to get water. <laughs> And then yeah, uh, Carol, uh, in some fit of rage, decides to knock over all the water barrels, even though they're running out of water. And knocks the water all over the place. Knocks the water, spills the water everywhere. Well, so, of, who brought it to the attention that they were yes. running out of? Uh, interesting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Vet Herschel, Herschel Walker, decides to <laughs> go get some elderberries. How can anybody version. follow your story when you continue <laughs> to name them different things the whole time? Vet Herschel Walker... Uh, he decides to go in the forest and Hot Carl follows him out in the forest <laughs> because he's been instructed by uh, Rick that uh, no one can leave the compound like, and uh, safe for on the other side of the this, fence. Is this a Rick mandate? Yeah, it was a, a mandate that he said he had to keep the people that were in quarantine safe. Mm-hmm. So Hot Carl follows him out there with a gun. Keep the people in quarantine safe. Yeah, to keep to get some elderberries. He's got a really like interesting southern accent when he talks quietly. I know he's British, but still, oh, is he really? Yeah. You should Ooh. know that, Mr. Love, actually. Uh, was he Love, love actually? Oh, yeah, yeah he, was. he sure was. He was the creepy sign guy. <clears throat> yep. Oh, Rick, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Herschel. No, no. Sorry, okay. I was confused for a second. I thought you were talking about, uh, yeah. And not Hot Carl, either, like you almost said. <laughs> I was talking about him. <laughs> I was talking about Hot Carl. I was going to say Hot, hot Herschel, but... <laughs> no, not him, either. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, so then uh, Rick has decided to finally do some detectivating and uh examines the blood yards decides to like sit in the blood trail got yeah. a finger spread it with his asshole fingered around you know normal cop stuff right normal cop stuff that's how you get, gather fingerprints <laughs> and uh so then throw on a sherlock holmes hat just yeah for no particular reason. it's really weird uh and then vet hot herschel uh he comes back to the uh prison with the elderberries hot herschel walker <laughs> apparently and Lauren Cohen, whatever and he got name, Maggie, on the <laughs> yeah, yeah, Herschel Alderberries uh, <laughs> is spotted by his daughter Maggie, and she tries to persuade him not to end the prison. He says, "I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm of no use unless I'm doing this. So I can keep all these you. people safe with my elderberries that Hot Carl <laughs> helped me gather." <laughs> and meanwhile, Hot Carl is going uh, gun crazy, trying to kill everything in sight. But he doesn't actually. He doesn't because uh, Hot Herschel. Stops him from doing it. So. Are they like the hot brothers that go out in the, in the woods? Hot grandpa and hot, hot nephew. <laughs> it's really weird. Bad yeah. grandpa and hot Carl. Bad grandpa. <laughs> uh, so so they he, start doing bits from the new movie. Yeah. So he, he goes a the, lot of sense to the zombies when he's yeah, sure. shelling out $1 bills <laughs> from the top of his head. Hey, maybe they think it's funny. <laughs> That's how you end the apocalypse yeah, with exactly. humor. So then he goes into the cell block and uh, Dr. S spits blood in his face. So he takes off his uh, like bandana, Doctors. and that's like pretty much it. That's going to be the death of uh, Hot Herschel. So maybe, maybe uh, on the way. He didn't show any. He didn't show any signs by the end. I know. Of the I'm guessing there's nothing that's going to happen. But anyways, uh, with the guys who are going to retrieve the antibiotics, they're driving. They took some guys. Very uh, aloof way to say that. Fast car, and they're driving along the way, and they're trying to put in some CDs, and they have the radio on and they hear some Daryl's demanding some emo be popped in yeah exactly He's trying to put in some My Chemical Romance or something right and uh, they hear some voices over the radio and he gets real preoccupied and hits a couple of zombies and they find themselves quickly 
uh, stuck in a pile of zombies, right. and they can't make the cargo. So they and all... you look out, and you see like a gigantic ocean of zombies in front of them, basically. Yes, exactly. Crazy. So they exit the car, and Cuddy Tyrese decides to stay in the car. They both exit kind of like uh, Brian Cranston does in those uh, sitcoms. They throw their arms yeah. out to the side, and then they run off. Exactly. Hello, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone but uh, Tyrese does. Right. Tyrese decides to stay in the car for no reason that I can really figure out. I don't just, know if he wants to die just or... Constant rage seemingly all the time. in a stupor. I guess, yeah. yeah. And uh, Denai Grita uh, decides to finally pull out her sword and do something with it. Yeah. Instead and of just falling over like yeah, the last episode. Cuts the shit out of some, some zombies. And yeah. finally, Cuddy Tyrese gets mad enough. He gets out of the car and beats the shit out of all the zombies. Without getting not all of them, one. not like the whole, well, most of them, not the whole way, thousands and thousands, yeah. not all of them on Earth or anything like that. So apparently, the car radio was saying the word, which I didn't understand at the time, was sanctuary, sanctuary, survive. Nah. That's what they were saying. Over <laughs> the but That's there was something coming over the radio waves. That's what they were saying on the radio. Oh, definitely. Maybe it's one eye guy luring them to him. Maybe so. Do you think uh, Bob Barksdale is a plant by the mayor? That's that's what, or the governor. That's what some people think. No. I don't. I mean, he came in with either. the rest of them, right? <laughs> some people presumably, think that, yeah, but some people think he's a. a I think plant. it's just kind of weird. Like he doesn't just really goofy. know what to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I don't think he's a plan. I all. wouldn't think anybody that knew the governor and knows what happened with the governor at the end of the last season would be a plant for him at all. Yeah, like, maybe so. Whatever. No, those those two guys that were with him the whole time seemed like they were pretty sketchy to stay with him even as they yeah. were leaving. But anyway, that guy. Yeah, they were really sketchy. So then back at the prison, uh, Hello Carol is trying to get some more water, trying to unclog the the well. So she's outside the fence. Yeah, she's outside the fence. They have some kind of crazy-ass contraption of some yeah. bicycle wheels going back and forth or something that distracts the zombies, and they go over yeah. there. And so uh, HC can go out there and try to unclog yeah. the uh, well pipe. So she's trying to uh, do it, and, and the uh, walkers or the zombies eventually uh, figure out that she's there. She like to go banged after a her. pipe on the ground yeah, or something, something like that. Stupid, so they all saw her there. And yeah, they start going after her, and then uh, Rick decides to come safe. Hello, Carol. Yeah. And uh, they both get back inside, and he says she's stupid, and what she did was careless, and uh, he then asks, the he decides, he comes, he deduces that essentially Carol's the one that killed, that burned alive the... Uh, Karen and David. He adjusted his monocle on his uh, right eye. Exactly. Took a few puffs his, of the pipe. Uh, Sherlock Holmes hat to the front. Would have been any even better if he asked her a bunch of uh, crazy off the wall questions as he uh, methodically solves her murder. Where were you on the night of December twenty first? Columbus. Why is it Kennedy all of a sudden? December thirteenth. What the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I was saying Columbus. Pretty much British. That. He just no, asked random questions. That is not British. That's pretty much That's British. Kennedy. How is pretty, this pretty close tribute to, British. to Matthew McConaughey's Reliant Energy commercial? Do you remember that Good Vibrations movie from back in the day? Do you, do you remember Gummy Bears? <laughs> those are all those questions? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's how he deduces <laughs> Carol burned alive. Right, those right at the Gummy Bears question. That's when it just a light bulb went off for him. So when did Carol become the cold, sterile bitch? Like, the last episode, she was trying to instruct those Teaching girls that the they children. need to kill their father. They were, they were children. She was they pretty cold, girls. I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. when between, oh, like, that? what moment between seasons did she become the cold calculating killer? Maybe when her daughter died in the barn uh, or something. Maybe. Maybe. I kind of feel like she but changed they didn't really show that. that last season, you know, at all. No, but I mean, it's a progression. Sure. You don't think that this is believable? No, I'm not saying it's not believable. The last couple of episodes is they focused on she is willing to do whatever it takes. I'm not to saying solve. it's not believable. I mean, I'm just wondering when she that... treated the kid yeah. that didn't want to kill. And it's her like, you can't hesitate. You can't hesitate. Or you're de- I mean, it's survival. I, look, I agree. I'm just saying... It would have been interesting to see that switch. Like, when did she... When was the Why turning point? Why do you disagree? Point? I think we're seeing it right now. But she was already at that point, last episode. Sometime, if you'll remember, there's a bit of time that has passed between the last season and yeah, last no, season, there's so... been probably six months or so. Yeah, I think... I mean, I think it's too... Believable. So... I, it, I don't think it necessarily needed the dramatic switch point turning moment that you're thinking of right now. Did she need to like have some internal struggle and like crying in the background, or I don't know, maybe like just a moment where it was like she either makes this decision or or dies. Man. Like we see that with the the with the uh, young she's daughter, done that plenty of with times. Maggie's younger sister, where she's like, you see that in the very first episode, you see it where she's got a crush on Beaver, and Beaver dies, and she very quickly becomes a cold, you know, can't be attached to anybody type person. Right. We don't really see that with Carol. It's just like she's suddenly the cold killer that will do anything. I think that's just natural progression from anybody in that environment. I agree it's natural. I do but I'm just saying it would have been maybe nice to see that moment where she has to make that decision of like... No, you're wrong. I think that's like I think you're one idiot. of the least complaints of the show. But yeah. anyway. 
That's not a very. I'm not saying there's bigger complaints. I'm just saying it would have been nice to see that. Minor detail. That doesn't even really matter. So minor. We shouldn't even brought it up. You guys have no sense of character. Totally wasted airtime on this. (laughs) So, anyways, how'd you feel about this episode compared to the last one? I think it's progressively getting better as we go through the season. They're really action heavy this season. Yeah, they are. Between the zombie rain and uh, the zombie battle in this one. Yeah. Yeah, the zombie battle in this one was good. I think I, I don't know what they're setting up with why there's so many zombies out there. If that's actually some place that people are at where where they're going for the yeah. for the uh, I don't know for the meds, but uh, it's going to be kind of interesting to at least get like other people involved in them getting out of the prison. Yeah, that was I think that was part of the beginning of the first episode. Is that everything just kind of stayed there? You yeah, know? but I mean, understandable in the scenario, but not the most interesting thing for the show. Sure. But, should be interesting. Yeah, should be. I think it was way better than the last episode, though. Yeah, I mean, oh, did you go back and watch the last one? Yeah, yeah, I did, okay. finally. Just from the script, it seems like it's better, which the last episode was better than the first episode, for sure. So. Yeah, so it's progressively getting better, for sure. Um, I will say, the thing with uh, Michonne and the sword last episode, she did get, yeah, she got off the, the horse or whatever and pushed them away, but she was really close to the zombies. You couldn't pull your sword out and have the reach that you can. You can't just pull your sword out. Yeah. You'd in that moment, you'd be almost defenseless. You can't just pull your sword out. She would have had to back way off to get the reach that she needed. So. It's the syncopation of the events as they happen. She rides in. She knows they're behind her. She gets off the horse, and then she's like, shit. Like, she's been this cold-blooded, amazing psycho ninja killer this whole time. Yeah. She should have judged. I mean, her character should have judged, would have judged that better than what they portrayed it. That's what I was irritated about. Yeah. But whatever. It is not thoroughly unimportant because she didn't die or anything. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, much better episode all around. I think, uh, I hope it's going to end up being a really good season. All right. Definitely more uh, action packed for sure. Yeah, it is. I'll give it a thumb up. Thumbs up. Thumb up on the reading? Sure. Okay. All right. Gasoline. You ever going to watch the show again? Out. Go. Out. Go. Okay. Well, you can call us at. Four, six, nine, six, six, five, nine, eight, two, seven. Or you can reach us at facebook.com slash breakroom show, twitter.com slash the breakroom, myspace.com slash the breakroom. Twitter.com is uh, slash at the mark with a C, that's me, at the WS975, that's Dustin, and at the Meat Central, that's Thomas. Two sevens, not a seven. Out, go out, just probably open your fucking ears. And other stuff and things. Go go to iTunes, give us a nice, shiny review, we appreciate it. Tell your friends, we would really appreciate it. And if you like the song at the end of the show, then please go to our site at breakroom.tv and look at the episode uh, notes, and you can find links there to buy that song. Next week, we'll actually not be here. We'll have Best Of, I believe, that Thomas is putting together. Pow. Because I'm getting married. And then the week after that, I think we'll be back. Yes, to uh, have some post-wedding, post-game wrap-up, perhaps. And uh, we'll do something else that we really don't know right now. (laughs) But we will not have a new episode next week. Might have a list or something the week after next. We'll see. That that would be good. We have things in the works. We'll have a couple episodes of Walking Dead to cover. Yeah, we will. Yeah, so. Both of your assholes. And we'll talk about that murder that Dustin committed tonight. I'll go out, gasoline, high five. This is Morena Vacarin from Firefly and Homeland, and you're listening to The Break Room. Gasoline, high, five out, go out. Beyonce's ugly. He's got that big flaming vagina. (laughs) 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 We had enough menstrual blood last week. Dr. Frankenstein. Golly. Can we verify under underwear streakage? He wants I don't know. Everybody, forbid I, I criticize one fucking thing That's in the right. show, guys. Look at the way that anus it's expands. It's turned crotch the whole time, so yeah. it's a nice and warm. You don't have to look Skill at the face directly. Yeah. It's your birthday. <laughs> Micro penis vacation.
pretty thin and your skin's so dang fair Offer me a drink, I said no, but that's sweet Then I have a clue, I saw you as me Talk for a while, started smoking cigarette You said you wanted a party, I said I bet Called a girl like you, with nothing to do Let's go back to my place and I'll show you a thing or two Went back to my Do what you gotta do to make it a world that doesn't even care about you. You're in the wrong bar during the wrong night. These are the cards you were dealt to. I fight. I wish could be a better way, but we really weren't given the choice. You see, I'm at the top of the food chain, baby. And I'm Doesn't even care about you. You're in the wrong bar during the wrong night. These are the cards you would doubt, so I fight. I wish it could be a better way, but we really weren't given the choice. You see, I'm at the top of the food chain, baby. And in my world, you don't have a voice. I don't want you, I want your blood. I don't want you. I want your blood. I said I don't want you. I need a red-headed slut. I don't want you. I need a red-headed slut. I don't want. I shouldn't complain. You shouldn't complain. In a world that is so much gain, I shouldn't complain. You shouldn't complain. In a world that is Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for Pop Syndicate Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you. This is The Break Room.